Buenas and half a day to our listeners on Guam and in the CNMI. It's now time for Total Health right here on Joy FM Radio, where your health questions get answered by the doctors. Join our hosts, Dr. Tim Arnott and Michael Robinson. If you have any health-related questions, we would love to hear from you. Call your questions and comments in at 472-1111 or text or WhatsApp 686-9999. If you're in the CNMI, please call 323-1113. Welcome, everybody, to Total Health. Here are doctors Tim Arnott and Michael Robinson. Good afternoon. Welcome to Total Health. We're privileged to be with you on this uh, beautiful afternoon. Wow, S- snowstorm. Sounds like it's getting very uh, cold in the northeast. Oh, my. Texas had a huge storm. 20 people are, wow. are die- have died. Uh, oh, it's terrible. We can't really relate to that, can we? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, we are in sun and warmth here. I was just talking to a colleague last night who was in a cold part of the world for a few years and had to bring his uh, wood stove in his container (laughs) 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 and had to heat the air in the stovepipe long enough for the the air to actually ascend out of the house. It was that cold. Wow. Otherwise, it would just, you know, sort of recirculate (laughs) in the lower (laughs) half of the pipe. So we don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff. Um, It's a blessing. Yes. To be in the Garden of Eden. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) So, uh, well, you know, we're in full swing with uh, vaccination. on this island, uh, hopefully that's going to be a a workable strategy. You know, we're looking really good. Yeah, I mean, compared to the rest of the country, we're yeah. doing really well. Our numbers are going down. Yeah, but I think it's it's a risk for us because we com- become complacent. Mm. We think that the vaccine's the only thing that's going to keep us healthy, and yeah. we don't remember our other yeah, right. things that got us here. That's true. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, Moderna and uh, colleagues, they published their findings in New England Journal. Of course, it's an industry-sponsored study, so uh, that's important to know. Pfizer and BioNTech. But uh, supposed to be 94%, uh, 95% effective in preventing COVID-19. 30,000, well, actually, yeah, about 30,000 people actually finished the study or whatever, 20 to 20 or 30,000. or thirty thousand. So it's hard to know exactly what that means when it's (laughs) industry-sponsored. But, uh, you know, hopefully it's going to uh, protect some people. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have the Moderna vaccine. At, at the clinic, we have SDA clinic, we have the Moderna. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I really want to encourage people, you know, if you take your vaccine, make sure you follow the New START principle also, you know. Mm. That's kept you safe, kept you healthy throughout this pandemic. You know, don't forget what mm. uh, what you've been doing, you know. Yeah, for so, sure. So, so important. And wear your mask and all that kind of stuff. And it's, you just can't 
can't let your guard down, you know? This yeah. virus is serious, and uh, we want to take it seriously, but also our immune system is so important to optimize your immune system and take it seriously because there's other things that are just as bad out there um, that you want to fight against. So That is correct. Uh and uh, not all the all of them can be <laughs> vaccinated against. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know when I was growing up, this, this speaking of other things that we can do, uh, my mom used to have a saying: "It is a positive duty to resist melancholy." Hmm. It is a positive duty to resist melancholy. And, uh, you know, I, I actually looked up that statement recently, and it's a fascinating statement. It, it's a little bit broader than that. It says, nothing tends to promote health of body and soul than does a spirit of gratitude and praise. Mm. Nothing. That's kind of an important word, isn't wow, it? Wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that means exercise that. isn't stronger. Uh, <laughs> diet isn't stronger. Yes. Vaccinations aren't stronger. Yes. Nothing yeah. tends more to promote health of body and soul than does a spirit of gratitude and praise. Mm. And then this uh, quote that my mom used to give us, it is a positive duty to resist melancholy. Hmm. Discontented thoughts and feelings, well, that's, that's describing what melancholy is. Yeah. Discontented thoughts and feelings, as much a duty as it is to pray. Hmm. Wow. So is it a duty to pray? Absolutely. <laughs> it's kind of a privilege, isn't it? <laughs> I guess if it's a duty if you haven't started yet. <laughs> but, uh, wow, uh, Avoiding discontented thoughts mm. and feelings and uh, attitude of gratitude and wow. praise. Yeah. Wow. So if you want to boost your health today, attitude of gratitude and praise. Mm. We have so much to be thankful for. And I think the Bible says, uh, bib thanks in all things. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Even in a pandemic. Even in the pandemic. <laughs> uh, boy, I, I read a book of the Bible today, uh, Jude. And I believe Jude was a brother of James, which was a brother, half-brother, so to speak, of Jesus. But you might want to read Jude. Jude has some important words for a lot of Republicans, <laughs> a lot of conservative Republicans who are pretty bothered right now, and actually for Democrats as well, uh -huh. uh, relating to their attitude toward Trump. Oh, okay. There's some really powerful stuff in Jude, mm. and uh, it's boy, it hit me between the eyes. I was really amazed. Mm. At, uh, Heaven has a different attitude. It talks about um, Jesus. Uh, well, the words are used, railing accusation. 
Hmm. Railing accusations. There's been a lot of railing accusations <laughs> made, wouldn't you say, in the last uh, five years? Yes, indeed. I mean, it's been five years of railing accusations. Mm -hmm. But that is not Jesus' way. Oh. And uh, the other side has been throwing a lot of railing accusations as well. Uh -huh. And neither, according to Jude, are Jesus' way. Mm. I mean, if anyone could bring a railing accusation, it would be Christ bringing one against Satan. Uh -huh. Think about all the damage he's done. Uh -huh. But the, one of the major points of that book, it's only one chapter, <laughs> uh -huh. so uh, is that Christ did not bring a railing accusation. Mm -hmm. Even though the devil was, you know, saying, no, you can't raise Moses. Yeah. You can't do that. And he simply said, the Lord rebuke you. Hmm. And he was talking apparently about his father. And um, so, you know, that studying into the, the mind of Christ is a, is a, is a lifelong pursuit. <laughs> hmm. But it, it has relevance for our, our time. Because uh, apparently when you, we know God is in charge and you trust him, you don't need to be bringing lots of railing accusations, <laughs> prayers, uh, but... Um, pray for your enemies. Pray for do, your enemies. Oh, there you go. Do good for those who despitefully... There you go. Sermon on the Mount has kind of been forgotten, hasn't <laughs> <That's> it? <true. laughs> and yet that was the centerpiece. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I've been fascinated uh, with this whole idea of Christ's words. Because if you study John, uh, Christ was given his words mm. by the Father. Mm. He didn't speak his own words. So I'm like, what are these words that the Father gave Jesus? And we have them. Yes. They're in our Bible in red. Yeah. And uh, I just came across a book on the internet that's just the red words. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's what I've really wanted to get my hands on hmm. because, you know, it's in the New Testament, it's kind of spread out. Yeah, so yeah. you don't get the, the, the impact, yeah, you sure, know, sure, sure. just what was said. Yeah. And if you've read the New Testament and you're familiar, I mean, you don't, you don't need a lot of help. You know what he's saying sure. in these different these words, but yeah. but it's it's an entirely different uh, understanding hmm. of what God's priorities are wow. when you just see the red words wow. in front of you. Wow. So uh, when I get that book, I'll I'll show it to you. Oh yeah, I'd love to see it. Yeah, it's it's very inexpensive, and uh, I want to read it. Hmm. I really do because. Uh, those are the words that, that you know, it says in Hebrews that a God who, speaking of the Father, who in sundry times and different manners spoke in time past unto the fathers by the prophets hath mm. in these last days spoken unto us by his Son. Mm. So it's like something special mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the last day generation. We get the sense that, you know, God does, the father is the bad person. Jesus is the good person. <laughs> yeah, right. But what you're saying is actually the words that Jesus spoke 
are the Father's words. They are. So really the Father is just like Jesus, He's a the wonderful speaker. person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, uh, so I, I'm just like, this. these red words are especially for us. Mm-hmm. In these last days mm-hmm. has he spoken unto us by his son. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, Wow, let's let's get our hands on this. Amen. But wow. uh, the reason I was I got into that was that when you mentioned the Sermon on the Mount, that's a big part mm-hmm. of those red words, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like one of the first things that really that really Jesus said mm-hmm. full force mm-hmm. was the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. And as I understand it, he was just explaining the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know what? How does this relate to health? Well, honestly, um, intimacy with Christ through the study of His Word brings health. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the more you get to know the Lord, the more you trust Him, mm-hmm. and the less you worry about what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And so you'll have more gratitude. And more praise, <laughs> and your health will have nothing else happening to it that could benefit you more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that you should shouldn't exercise uh, or eat a plant based diet. Uh, certainly, we're we're recommending that as well. But so there's a question that's come in here: what is, what are the best foods for throat allergies? Throat allergies. What are the best foods? Any any thoughts on that? Um, allergies are essentially the body's response to something that's irritating it. Mm. So um, many foods can cause allergies, but there's some common ones that are very common, and so you'd want to probably avoid those common foods. Mm. But also take sort of a little diary for yourself. You know, when I eat whatever it may be, it causes me to have itchy throat or a mm-hmm. cough or that kind of stuff, and you'd want to avoid those. But the most common ones I see here on Guam are things like dairy products, yes, um, milk, cheese, mm. pizza, you know, anything that has, has those things in it typically cause a lot of allergies, post-nasal drip, runny nose, itchy eyes, that kind of stuff. So you want to, you know, avoid that family of, uh, of foods. Um, and then, you know, meat products, fish, chicken, mm. beef, that kind of stuff. Because we eat a lot of seafood here, um, when someone's allergic to fish, that means you know, anything that has the iodine in it, you know, so that includes the shellfish, the shrimp, mm. those kind of stuff. So you really want to take a good look at yourself. What is triggering me to get itchy eyes, itchy throat, clearing my throat off and those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, um, the foods you mentioned were never designed for the human body. Uh, the human body is made so well that you can, can run on just about anything, <laughs> but but it presents challenges, and foreign proteins present challenges. And I remember speaking with a couple at a conference in Florida a number of years ago who had a problem with head congestion mm-hmm. and drainage, mm-hmm. chronic. And somebody said, hey, you just get, get off dairy. And they did, uh-huh. and all of that went away. Wow, that's excellent. And wow. it never came back. Wow. So honestly, that is a, 
excellent idea. And today it's 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 easier than ever mm, to get true. off dairy. Very true. Um, the other thing is make sure you're taking vitamin D. D is in David, because uh, if you don't have enough D, your immune system gets confused and thinks you are the enemy. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's more likely to to start fighting yourself. So make sure your D level is sufficient. Um, probably two to 4,000 units a day, depending on your weight. If you're not overweight, about, you know, at least 1,000, mm. 2,000 max. And if you're overweight, probably 2,000 to 4,000. And uh, take that with food so it'll be absorbed properly. But the other thing is, uh, if you have some allergies or something, if you've eaten some seafood, you can take charcoal um, if it's not too severe. If it's severe, you obviously want to go to an urgent care or ER. But if it's mild, you could try taking a, you know, get some charcoal powder, activated charcoal powder. Take a teaspoon or a tablespoon even three times a day for three days with lots of water between the meals. Probably take that just before a meal. That'll absorb a lot of stuff out of your body that may be irritating the immune system. (laughs) But again, if it's more severe, you certainly want to get medical care right away. Well, we have uh, lines open right now. So if you want to give us a call at 472-1111, we'll be happy to take your call, question, comment, concern. Maybe something uh, that's been said has triggered your thinking. Maybe you have a thought to add. Maybe you have a, uh, a bone to pick. 472-1111 is uh, the number to call, and we have lines open right now. Perhaps you're listening on Saipan, Tinian, or Rota. You can call us at 232-1113. 232, excuse me, 323-1113, Perhaps uh, you're, you're driving and uh, someone sitting in the passenger's seat can text us at 686-9999, 686-9999. And uh, we can get a question uh, that way as well. So, uh Facebook page, uh, if you go to our Facebook page, Joy FM Radio, Facebook, you can send questions that way. You can watch the show live. You can watch uh, previous shows. So we'd be happy to uh, entertain calls, questions, comments. You don't have to come on air. You can just leave your question with our host. Uh, Operators are available as we speak. So... uh, Well, it's certainly uh, a powerful time to be alive. Um, I think the most important reason for being healthy is is to have a healthy brain, healthy mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, neuroscience, I think, is a a very important study, especially as we get closer to the end of time mm-hmm. and. You know, it's like the Indy 500. I mean, those those cars have to be in tip-top mm-hmm. condition mm-hmm. in order to win. Mm-hmm. And it really takes the right fuel. Uh, 
You know, there's vehicles out there. They have to import special fuel from Italy. Uh, these sports cars are such, so high uh, tech. Mm. And uh, that's that's uh, the human. <laughs> it's very high tech and it needs <laughs> premium fuel. <laughs> that's why you don't want to just put anything in there. Yeah, very true. Uh, I think if we knew more, understood more about how we're made and what's going on in our body mm. and, you know, we would be more selective. Yeah, very true. We'd be more careful. Uh, I know just all the oil and the grease uh, that we put, you know, we cook our food in, uh, that causes uh, a change in the red blood cells. You know, red blood cells are, what is it, five, six million in a head of a pin? Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. Something like this. Five or six million cells in the head of a pin. Mm. I mean, that right there tells you we're fearfully and mm -hmm. wonderfully made. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, imagine putting five million of anything in a space <coughs> that small. Mm -hmm. That's your red blood cells, one out of every four or five cells in your body is a red blood cell. Mm. So that's like one fourth of your body is blood. So a big part of what the body does is bring oxygen to itself. And yet when you eat a high fat meal, those red cells, actually the red cells have a negative charge over their surface. And, and, the, and the actual the uh, membrane of the red cell is actually rotating. You know, it's not just stagnant, it's, it's rotating. And it has this negative field around it. And because of that, the red cells sort of bounce off each other. And that helps them not to stick and clump. But when you eat a high-fat meal, guess what? <laughs> you lose that electric charge. The red cells start to stick and it forms what's called a rouleau formation or stack of coins. And as soon as that happens, they, those stacks of red blood cells cannot get through the capillaries. Mm. Because the capillaries are five microns and the red cell is seven. In order for the red cell to get through a capillary, it has to actually bend over mm -hmm. and it gets a little squeeze as it's going through. <laughs> but if you got a stack of coins, it's not going to, it can't get through the capillary. Mm -hmm. So that can actually measure the drop in oxygen in the tissue after a high fat meal. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, if we just eat three high fat meals every day, mm -hmm. just about the time the body recovers <clears throat> its ability to deliver oxygen, it crashes again mm -hmm. <laughs> because another high fat meal is filling the bloodstream and causing all the red cells to stick to each other. But, you know, it's amazing that we don't, we're, we're made so well that we don't, honestly, we don't really sense that that's going on. Until we get something like COVID where our oxygen level goes down and then we notice it. Yeah, or over years we get cancer. Yeah. Because the cancer cells are thriving in an anaerobic environment, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and it takes 10 years to, for it to show up, but, but it's been happening because the oxygen levels are, are not what they should be. Mm. 
And uh, so honestly, uh, moving away from grease and oil and cream and butter and margarine, all this, all these processed fats, or mm -hmm. it, it's really an important thing to do. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> you know, we the Lord made fat water soluble, mm -hmm. <laughs> but we we take in fats that are that are not water soluble. Mm -hmm. The the olive oil, uh, the canola oil, uh, these are these are not water soluble fats, and so they they have these problems that we're we're speaking about. Mm -hmm. But if you eat avocado or nuts or olives or seeds, uh, those are all water soluble fats, mm -hmm. and they come with emulsifiers and fiber and. And they don't cause this rouleau formation. Mm -hmm. So frying food is really something you want to move away from. Mm -hmm. And uh, certainly if you're char broiling it, <laughs> that's just asking for trouble. Absolutely. That's like smoking. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, f you form some of the same chemicals. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're known human carcinogens. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, how we prepare our food is uh, really important. Eat your food like you get it from the garden. Yes. Uh, as natural as possible. Absolutely. Without processing or, or changing it. Uh, limit, limit your, your amount of processing. Absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. It's all about the oxygen, getting oxygen. You'll, you'll feel, have more energy. Yeah. Um, you know, we're homeostasis. You know, that was one of the first words I learned in general biology. The body has to be in balance. Mm -hmm. You can't get the sugar too high or you have, you know, your brain goes to sleep. Mm. You can't get the, the oxygen too low or, you know, cancers start to show up. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, I mean, there's, honestly, it's uh, often during the night when people have heart attacks. Mm -hmm because they've eaten a big fatty meal mm. and they just go to bed. And those those fats are causing the blood to be sludgy. And when it's, you know, when you got a blood that's like sludge, it clots. Mm -hmm. And, and that's if you what have a heart attack is. If you have a little sleep apnea, then that uh, makes it even worse, compounds the problem. Yes. Sleep apnea is essentially where someone takes a breath and dives, like you're diving mm -hmm. on, you know, uh, free diving, and uh, you keep doing that multiple times over and over and over night, and so your heart is having lack of oxygen because mm. you're just you're just collapsing your airway, and you're not able to breathe and get the oxygen you need. That's a stress on the right side of the heart, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right-sided heart failure is that a is that easy to treat? No, no, no. <laughs> it's very <laughs> difficult. <laughs> very difficult. It really is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, very difficult. Yeah, sleep apnea. Um, honestly, uh, that's that's more common than we mm -hmm. think, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's some very uh, helpful tools online. I I think uh, one of them is called Stop Bang. Stop Bang. I think there's a hyphen between those two words. But if you go on your smartphone, type in Stop Bang. Uh, bring that up. Type in the responses and find out if you might be at risk mm. for uh, sleep apnea. 
S-T-O-P-B-A-N-G. That's right. Okay. And uh, if you are, go see a doctor. Get a sleep study. Yeah. Uh, Long-term solution, lose weight. Yeah. Often you'll lose that sleep apnea. Mm. Short-term solution, if you have it, and it's more severe, then we have continuous positive airway pressure. Yeah. Or, uh, you know... uh, airway pressure that isn't continuous it changes and the pressure changes depending on whether you're breathing out or breathing in mm-hmm. and uh these are uh very effective mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. people are like their lives are transformed you know i mean they've been falling asleep during the day they've been falling as you know they've just been fatigued if it's dark or quiet they're sleeping and all of a sudden they're have all this energy (laughs) (laughs) and often they lose weight because they've had a good night's rest now and they're not uh, holding their breath but just just having a good rest um i find patients who who get on their cpap machine uh, didn't uh, tend to lose weight quickly um but they can't eat to keep up with that so they have to be careful when they make that transition to Yes, actually, I mean, there's so many stress hormones that are thrown off with sleep apnea that you become more insulin resistant. And so if if you start to sleep, uh, yeah, you can actually move away from diabetes. Diabetes from lack of sleep, from sleep apnea, that's, uh, that's a powerful thought, certainly. This is the program Total Health. And we are coming to you live from Aganya Heights on the beautiful island of Guam. We are not experiencing a severe winter, thankfully. We're more in the Garden of Eden zone here. Praise the Lord. We'd be happy to talk to you anytime during the next half hour. 472-1111 is the number to call. We would invite your questions, your comments, your concerns. So join us. Right after this short break, the doctors will take your questions. Call now. Our lines are open. Call 472-1111 or text or WhatsApp 686-9999. If you're on the CNMI, we would love to hear from you. You can call 323-1113. We'll be right back. Charlie Brown got tired of Lucy pulling the football away just as he was about to kick it. We all know Lucy's that seem to care more about humiliating us than helping. That's when the walls go up. That's when we vow we're never going to be hurt again. That's when our skin gets thicker and our heart gets harder. God came to break down those walls and soften those hearts. We live in a messed up world and we got to share it with people who all agree life is messy. Believe it or not, God has a way for us to respond. The message shares Luke 6, 27 and 28 this way. To you who are ready for the truth, I say this. Love your enemies. Let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. When someone gives you a hard time, respond with the energies of prayer for that person. No matter what others do to us, we still get to choose how we respond. We don't have to be wall builders. We can choose to be bridge builders. So what's it going to be? Joy FM, family-friendly radio. JoyFMRadio.net. 
And we're back with more Total Health, hosted by Drs. Tim Arnott and Michael Robinson. Call them with your medical questions at 472-1111 or text or WhatsApp 686-9999. If you're in the CNMI, call 323-1113. Now, back to the program. We are back live from Aganya Heights. It's a beautiful day, a beautiful Wednesday here on the island of Guam. We are blessed to be with all this sunshine, fresh air. There's no air about as fresh as it is here. And uh, breathe deep. Breathe with your diaphragm. A lot of people, uh, yeah, their tidal volume is pretty small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of... Uh, dead airspace in those lower lobes. So uh, breathe with your diaphragm. Three times a day, take three slow, deep breaths using your diaphragm and then expand your chest. It's very helpful. Uh, Keep the oxygen flowing. Now, if you're going to be having all this oxygen flowing through you, you need some antioxidants Mm -hmm. to protect your tissues. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh, where do we find antioxidants? Well, fruits, berries, nuts, vegetables. Um, so I think of the colors of the rainbow. You know, that's really important. You have lots of antioxidants in there. So really, Similar to the sun. I mean, if you're going to be out in the sun, you want to be eating a diet rich in antioxidants. Yeah. So that the blood flowing through the skin it has the ability to protect itself. Yeah. So, uh, you know, all these things kind of fit together. It's true. It's not just get sun. It's not just eat uh, antioxidant-rich foods. But you need both. I think of, you know, people who take a lot of vitamins. Mm. Um, It's actually better to get the vitamins in the natural environment Mm -hmm. than to take the supplements. Um, Supplements will help if if you need them, but it's better to do it in the right way because there's so much more we don't know about these antioxidants and how they interact with each other and how they prevent different illnesses that uh, maybe are going on in our body. And so it's important to get them natural way in the natural form. Mm. Now, one of the questions I'm asked occasionally by patients is, uh, should I take aspirin? And uh, what what are your thoughts about that? Uh, Should we all be taking aspirin or are there certain subgroups that should or... So aspirin is a blood thinner. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about how th- we have the red blood cells stacking on each other. And so if you have that problem with uh, blood clotting, then that's, that's an indication for that. But the majority of people uh, who eat a healthy diet and uh, who follow the health principles don't have that problem. Mm-hmm. And so they wouldn't necessarily need, need an aspirin to, uh, to keep their blood thin. Uh, there's natural uh, blood thinners, for example, like uh, garlic and onions, those kind of things, and they naturally thin the blood. And so God has designed plants with the power to uh, help us uh, stay in a very neutral form. Uh, I Even drinking water, for example, in the morning when you first wake up, uh, mm. having a tall glass of water thins your blood and has been mm-hmm. shown to decrease risk for heart disease and heart attacks in the morning. So, you know, those simple things of, of uh, eating your garlic and onions and, and drinking your water helps yes. uh, prevent heart disease and 
then you don't need the aspirin for the rest of your life. Um, but yeah, work with your doctor. If your doctor says you need an aspirin uh, because you've had a heart attack, then I would take it, you know, because you don't want to get another heart attack or stroke. So uh, what you're saying is if, if you have risk factors, if you've had a heart attack, you're trying to prevent a second heart attack, uh, probably those individuals benefit from aspirin. Right. But the general public uh, with no increased risk, probably it would, the side effects would would actually, uh, you know, balance the benefits probably. Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah. Now, what are your thoughts about uh, this new class of anticoagulants? You know, we have Coumadin and you have to monit- be monitored every two weeks or four weeks. And, you know, you've got to have somebody that's got a computer algorithm to uh, keep your dose, you know, changed so that your INR is at between two and three. Your blood ability to, you know, to clot the blood is reduced at a, at a certain l- level that mm-hmm. prevents, you know, strokes from atrial fibrillation or, or you know, helps you get rid of a DVT, a clot in your leg. But there's a whole new class of of uh, anticoagulants now, Eliquis, uh, some some of these others. Mm-hmm. What what are your thoughts about switching from one class to the other, or or is that even something we should be thinking about? Or what are your thoughts about some of these newer agents, which I understand actually came from natural substances? <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. Um, it's they're they're very powerful. Um, so they need to be used in the right, in the right place, you know, for the right patient. Um, I think if your doctor has told you to, to be on one, then you should definitely be on one. There's a good reason for that. Um, but uh, having having said that, you know, we want to avoid getting into that situation where we have to be on one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I would really focus on prevention mm-hmm. you know, as a, as a way to go. But if you have a blood clot and you need to be on one, I would not be afraid to to, to uh, get on one. Uh, you know, I, I guess I it. asked the question because you know with Coumadin you can't eat greens. Yeah, and greens are probably the most protective food on the planet. Mm. However, you've got cost issues. Sure. Um, have you have you found any uh, ability to bring in some of these newer agents, uh, is, or is cost just totally prohibitive in most cases or insurance uh, on island does cover uh, some of them Um, and so if we get a prior authorization sometimes that will work as well Hmm. Um, so yeah some people definitely will will get those approved typically what I do with patients who are on Coumadin um, I really encourage them to get their greens but to get the same amount every day yeah you get a bowl okay this is my bowl of greens and I get the same amount every day so I know I'm getting the same amount of um, vitamin K, and that way it doesn't go up and down. Right. If you start and stop your 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 greens, then that really was where the problem comes I in. See. So be be consistent. Um, and if if they needed to switch to one of the newer agents, you know, definitely definitely go for it if if your insurance will cover sure. it because it is expensive. Right. We've got a caller, uh, Nanette. You are live on air. Welcome. Hi. Um. I had a question regarding uh, drinking water. Uh, yes. Is it important uh, what the temperature of 
the water is. Is drinking ice water bad for you? What do you think? Uh, Water is really important. Um, If you would say water versus soda, I would always say water no matter what the temperature is. (laughs) 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 But uh, in the morning when you first wake up in it, um, typically you want to drink water that's more the temperature of your body so you don't (laughs) shock your stomach and uh, your your enzymes. So I drink warm water, uh, a little bit warmer than... um, than the room temperature, uh, and that stimulates your bowels to have a good bowel movement. So if you drink a quart of warm water first thing in the morning, uh, that's really a, a, a benefit to your bowels, your intestines, because think of them as, as being um, asleep all night and you want to gently wake them up and get them going and, and the, the enzymes working. Uh, and then throughout the day, you know, drinking water is fine. Just remember that cold water has to be warmed up to your body's temperature before it can really be used. And so it takes energy and takes blood flow to the stomach to warm it up. Uh, So if you want a cool drink of water, it's fine. But um, if you're really trying to be the most efficient for your body, uh, the body temperature is really the best uh, way to drink water. Um, Okay, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for your call, Nanette. You're welcome. So, uh, wow, what, what a, a great, great question. question. Uh, some some uh, people probably wouldn't think that was important. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, I remember reading studies that just drinking hot beverages over long, you know, over years, so people that are in the habit of drinking, you know, very hot beverages, yeah. increases their risk of uh, esophageal cancer. Mm, wow. So it's like chronic irritation over time can be a cancer promoter, hmm. even if it's just very hot water. It's 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 just like damage to the cells over years. Mm-hmm. So like smoking. cooking them. Yeah, you know, there's. I mean, I think it's fairly well known that Korea has one of the highest stomach cancer incidences, and uh, you know they eat a lot of kimchi. Yeah, it's. Uh, got a lot of irritant mm-hmm. in it. Sure. And, you know, irritant once in a while, no, no big deal, but irritant day in, day out. Yeah. Um, which I, can th- I guess maybe leads into the temperance principle. <laughs> you know? Um, not that we should ever be eating irritants, but, you know, there's things like garlic and onions, which might be seen as irritants they're really not but it's kind of a fine line there um certainly kimchi has a lot of like garlic onions which which are fine i think there's ways to make it mm-hmm. that it doesn't have that that uh irrit- irritation sure but uh, probably made a lot of enemies with those few comments but uh honestly all of us uh need to think about the body is God's special temple, mm-hmm. and he's very interested in how we take care of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's yeah. not just a casual thing. Very true. It's actually one of his, if I had to say, preoccupations. <laughs> it seems to be a very important part of his thought process, mm. is how we care for this temple. Mm. So... Uh, 
you know, if he's your good friend, uh, that's that probably means something. Yeah, sure. If he's not, then it, start with the the good friend, <laughs> 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 building the friendship. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and certainly, when you have a good friend, you want to do everything you can to yes. please them and isn't that and make the them case? Happy. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that the case? <laughs> um. Yeah, there's actually some statements here. I, I was trying to find them. But here's the one that uh, I think, yeah. Water with meals, I think, is another uh, problem because it uh, it dilutes the digestive yes. enzymes. And it dilutes the hydrochloric acid. Yes. A lot of people are concerned about protein, mm -hmm. you know, Protein's a very, it's like a preoccupation. <laughs> well, if you're concerned about protein, don't drink liquids at meals because that's where protein digestion takes place. Mm -hmm. It's in the stomach. It washes them and, uh, downstream. And the pH, unless it's two, <laughs> pepsin doesn't work. Mm. That's the, you know, the enzyme that breaks down your protein. And if you're putting a bunch of water, I mean, when you're in chemistry class, if you wanted to raise the pH, you just... <laughs> dilute the acid with water <laughs> and uh, the, the pepsin turns off and you don't digest your proteins. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if it's going to burn your tongue, you don't want to put it down your <laughs> That's esophagus. True. That's true. <laughs> You're going to burn all the way through. Either temperature or, you know, heat hot or uh, chemical hot. Yeah, yeah. If it burns your yeah. tongue, you really don't want to. <laughs> That's, <true. laughs> That's a... That's kind of a red flag. Yeah, and especially if it's going to be something chronic mm -hmm. because that's chronic irritation. Yeah. Chronic injury. That's true. And that, that could spell cancer down the road. When we think of you know colonoscopies and everyone wants to get them at 50 or those kind of stuff or maybe not necessarily wants to get them but the doctors want you to get them at 50. But it's because of that irritation of the colon. Yeah. And it can be from you know the hot and spicy foods that yeah. do that. And, and water helps move things along. You know, it's a good agent to right. keep it from sort of sitting there on the colon wall. Um, but it cannot, I mean, if something's hot and spicy, it cannot overpower that. Uh, so avoid those irritants as you, as you eat those foods, that's for sure. Now, I think I saw something on Journal Watch recently where the age of colon cancer is creeping yes. down into the 40s. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I think there's a, so there's some data that maybe we should be having our colonoscopies at 45. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Of course, if you have a family history, first degree relatives, but but even if you don't, mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure that the data has gotten the payers <laughs> to pay right. at 45, but honestly, uh, it's something to think about. Sure. I remember, this will date me, I remember when we used to do sigmoidoscopies yes. because everything you could see was just a sigmoid. Now, a sigmoid scope or sigmoidoscopy scope is, is essentially half the length of a colonoscopy scope. And uh, we didn't think you needed to go all the way because the colon cancers were not all the way on the other side. Right. But now we go all the way because there's colon cancers distributed all the way. And it's really, I think, because of how our diet has changed over the years, mm. that now the entire colon is irritated and inflamed uh, by what we're eating. And, uh, and so we're seeing, uh, seeing it everywhere. 
Now, the uh, U.S. Preventive Services Task Force in October of last year lowered their age to start screening to 45. Mm. Uh, that's a draft, but that means there's evidence mm -hmm. building. Yeah. Good point. So uh, hopefully uh, that'll become well known to the payers and they'll start paying. Because <laughs> <laughs> colonoscopy, I mean, that's one of the most important tools that we have in medicine. It's true. It's true. I, I had a path report on my desk today from a gentleman. He was older, and I, th I think he'd missed a few screenings. Mm. And he had four polyps removed. And I mean, some of these were like an inch. Mm. Mm. And it was tubulovillus adenoma. It was uh, villus adenoma. Mm. Are, are those some types that you'd want make your body? Nervous. Make me nervous. No, I would not want this. <laughs> With high-grade atypia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he missed cancer by a thread. Mm. Wow. Oh, wow. So w uh, when would you uh, likely f do the, your next colonoscopy in such an individual? You, probably in him, and you do it every year. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Typically, yeah, it's every so. 10 years for someone who yeah, doesn't right. have uh, uh, cancer. Um, but now, you know, something like that, you're going to do it every year. And you, you might maybe missed something, you know. I yeah. Mean, so, uh, but that's a guy who's missed some screenings. I mean, they yeah. they they, sh they shouldn't go. They shouldn't be allowed to go to that yeah. that level. Right. So, if you haven't had a colonoscopy, I mean, honestly, it's a good clean out and a nap. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are very concerned, but it's a good clean out and a nap. That's really all that it it involves. Mm -hmm. Get the pineapple flavor. Uh, that last glass will be tough, but you'll you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> From personal experience, I can attest to that. Yeah, make sure you know you get a good prep. I mean, really do the water, uh, and then clear liquids, flush that colon, mm -hmm. get a good look, and I always, uh, you know, ask your doctor to have prayer before that procedure, Amen. and ask that uh, the Lord will protect you through that mm -hmm. procedure. Mm -hmm. and that's very important as well. So uh, screenings, boy, get your screenings. Uh, nothing, there's nothing better than prevention of cancer. Yeah, very true. Treatment is problematic. Yeah, very true. It's uh, it's pretty messy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Get and some skin checks as well. The interesting, th interesting thing about it is that our body, unfortunately, does have these changes in our our uh, DNA. And so any of our cells is at risk for cancer. But fortunately, the way God made us, he protects us from those things. So cancer is rare, but it can happen. And so you want to be cautious and also um, get your checkups to make sure that this doesn't uh, happen. But if you eat a high-fat, high-animal-protein diet, then cancer becomes common. Hmm. And so really it's the combination of screenings, and eating a plant-based diet that really decreases your risk for cancer. Eating plants is your, and not smoking, are your two best weapons mm. against cancer. Yeah. yeah. And colon cancer, uh, one of your best weapons is walking. You'll discover as you walk, uh, things happen in your colon. <laughs> things start moving forward. <laughs> 
you know, if you want to exercise your bowels, exercise your muscles mm. and drink some water because mm. uh, you're going to have to, you're going to be sweating and you're going to have to keep up the water. But, yeah. but it's amazing how when you start walking on a regular basis, your bowels start moving better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you can see why, okay, so the material is in there shorter period of time, less irritation, less bacterial action, Mm. lower risk of cancer. And that's exactly what we see in the data. So, um, you know, we got this beautiful uh, hotel row here in Guam. I mean, it's like two and a half miles of nice pavement, you know, or cobblestone type pavement. (laughs) And uh, there's people walking it every night and uh it's well lighted uh so boy it's a great place to to do that walk mm-hmm. absolutely yeah so uh take your kids take your kids absolutely uh, and if you can't walk take a bike i've seen so many bikers bike. down there yes bicyclers wow yes since this pandemic there's so many it's people true. riding bikes and a lot just of getting out yeah it's, it's wonderful honestly we've just I've just made it a nightly habit, and I tell you, my immune system has really strengthened. How 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 have you found found that? In what ways have you filmed exercise that helped you? Well, you know, I had this fungus that I picked up at, at the Lifestyle Center of America. We had a patient there who just just polluted our gym with this terrible foot fungus, mm. and I mean, they had to bring in special you know, bacteria, antibacterial agents to clean and people were, patients, other patients were picking it up and it was just, it was ferocious. Mm. I've never seen anything like it. Mm. And I picked it up. I just happened to walk in the gym or in the in the locker room, pick this up and it was, you know, it starts out as athlete's foot. You don't mm. think much about it, you know. I didn't jump on it. Mm when it was just athlete's foot. And so it moved into my toenails and man, it's been, I've been fighting it for years. And, uh, you know, I've taken medication a couple of times, but you know, that, that's hard on your liver. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, uh, I followed it up with, I decided to start walking. And uh, after I did that, it was, I could just tell that my, my immune system was pushing the fungus into remission. Hmm. You know, I, you can just tell. I mean, you can tell yeah. if your if your feet are getting more taken advantage of by yeah. this fungus, yeah. or the other way around. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. the other way around. Oh, that's wonderful. It's it's actually going into remission. Oh, that's wonderful. And I'm like, wow. And I, you know, you're, you're less. I mean, if you want to look at uh, articles on nutrition facts he's got all kinds of articles about exercise building the immune system Mm. fewer sick days Mm -hmm. uh, elderly people who don't get the colds the flus like they used to Mm -hmm. all because they're walking Mm. so Mm. uh, you know there's a there's a whole branch of science now about uh, these uh, chemicals that the muscles create when you exercise Mm -hmm. it's it's un, it's stunning. Mm. All the chemicals that an exercising muscle makes. You can just basically think about 
you know, all the benefits that you've heard about of exercise, strengthening the heart, lowering your risk of diabetes, strengthening the immune system. This is all happening, not by accident, but by chemistry. Mm. When you exercise a muscle, it makes new proteins Mm. that circulate Mm. just like the immune system makes, you know, cytokines. Mm -hmm. These are called myokines Mm. and they aren't made if you don't exercise. Lowering your risk of diabetes, lowering your risk of cancer, lowering your risk of heart disease. And it's all through chemical signals that are made when you exercise. And it's interesting, when you don't exercise, you actually make chemical signals that do just the opposite. <laughs> they, they bring your health down. And now for today's healing word from the Bible. Today's healing word comes to us from Romans chapter 8, verse 35 and 37. Romans chapter 8, verse 35 and 37. It says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? And what's the answer? Nothing. 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 Nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Mm -hmm. So honestly, that's something you want to pursue. Yeah. That is the first and greatest commandment in the law. Love the Lord your God. Return that love mm-hmm. that uh, you can't be separated from, but you want to return it. Amen. Uh, and the way you return it is communication. Mm-hmm. You are talking to God about your life as though he was your best friend and you were just completely open and you're reading his word as though it's his voice speaking to you personally. Mm. That is two-way communication. That is how we all fall in love. If you think about how you fell in love with your significant other, it's because you started talking together. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you were in each other's presence. Few people are going to fall in love if they're just in each other's presence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to communicate, and that's uh, what you want to do. That's Be sure what to I check with your do. doctor before First making any sudden life changes morning. discussed today. Total Eternal Health is brought God to you in partnership you with the Guam Seventh Day Adventist Clinic, where your health is their mission. We look forward to seeing you next Thank Wednesday. Thank you for joining us Thank this you. afternoon. And Zoe's Mossy will be back for listening to Total Health right here on Joy FM. Have total health.